Dismal Tide, another week. We have not been pulled off the air by uh, producers or anything like that. No one has taken us down yet. No, um, if you're hearing this, this is another week that we have not been arrested by the Trump administration. Welcome to the resistance, baby. Who was that, that dork that tweeted that, like, every single day? He just like, I have not been taken prisoner by Donald Trump. If I, if this is, I will repeat this tweet again tomorrow if this remains true. Where'd he go? Is he still... Um, I don't know. He, maybe he, he he probably would have announced that he was done with that. Yeah, you like to think. Uh, what uh, happened in the world of sports that we're not going to talk about this week? Uh, WrestleMania. Did you enjoy that? It wasn't WrestleMania, you idiot. Oh, I wrote WrestleMania down in the rundown, though. No, the Royal Rumble. Whatever. Yeah, because it's all WrestleMania you to went me, to, baby. You went to pub quiz instead. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the Royal Rumble. That was all I wanted to see anyway. And I came back and was like, oh, just started. You did mm-hmm. see the Rumble because Perfect. it was five hours of wrestling and more if you watch the pre-show. It's that's a really long day. I wonder when they stop selling beer at Chase Field. <sighs> Probably. Well, like the Rumble happens at eight. Well, like over there, it was eight. It started at eleven here. In Arizona. Yeah, that's I mean, eight or nine. But I mean, right? there's usually like the cutoff where it's just like the start of the fourth quarter in a basketball game is when is when like beer sales stop. It's probably for the actual rumble it, itself. But it's only eight o'clock though. But it's five hours. It's so long. Yeah. I wonder if there's just like stadium laws that just say like you could only serve beer for this many consecutive hours. It's just yeah, getting there at. Five yeah, for five p.m. local t- or five p.m. here when the pre-show actually begins. Two or three, presumably yeah. when like doors are. Then matches start slightly there, shortly thereafter, and then you, <laughs> and then you have five hours of the main event. Oh man, that is so long to drink. That is so long. They better be watering down those beers. It's a long time to do anything. Yeah. So uh, we did we did watch uh, we did watch the Royal Rumble. It was. Um, Mostly good, I guess. Uh, what happened in the other stuff? Who did Lesnar fight again? Um, uh, Finn Balor, and he won. Lesnar did win. He he got uh, he got Balor, um, and it, he he made him tap. It's a shame. You hate to see that happen. You hate to yeah, see it. Um, I don't see the point of Brock Lesnar. I don't think anyone particularly enjoys him. I kind of thought. Based on the the one or two wrestling matches a year that I watch, which makes me basically an expert, that uh, Braun Strowman was going to come in, win the Royal Rumble, challenge Lesnar, beat him, and then Lesnar's just like, go fight in UFC now. It's done. I don't think he's going back to UFC because that's much, much harder. I think he'll probably fight one more time. I hope he does. Based on what? Explain uh, yourself. uh, Gut feeling? Heart? Gut feeling. No. I loved I loved cuz I want to see him fight one more time so I don't Why? Just, like, when did you, which which previous UFC uh I've never seen him fight. I want to see him fight one more time. They're, they're on YouTube. I I know, who cares? He's just an animal. I want to see him actually fight somebody. He's just these these the mountain. He's the ridiculous human being. Either way, um Brock Lesnar, yeah, the the idea that they're like the beast incarnate and here's this guy that nobody could touch and then but they've been doing that for like 3 years and now it's so it's just not interesting at all. <laughs> It's just like, uh, oh yeah, here's the guy who comes in and just destroys everybody. Oh look, oh he's oh he's weak now. Balor's almost got him. He's hurt. He shoved him into the corner of the table. No, not enough. Becky Lynch came out and uh, 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 entered herself in. She was not in the uh, in the original thirty, but Lana had an ankle injury and she came out and said, "I'm going in there." 
And she, she won told, the whole thing, right? She told Fit Finley she was going in. She won the whole thing, right? Uh, she did. Didn't she wrestle earlier? She did. She uh, she wrestled Oscar, uh, uh, but lost. Man, shame. People love Becky Lynch, though. She's fine. I like the women wrestlers more than I like the male wrestlers. Uh, they're generally more interesting. Yeah. No, they're better. It's more fun. And they kind of have like a similar situation going on with Nia Jax, who's like this this unbeatable beast, but she's just better than. Oh yeah, well that's that's the other thing. She came into the men's rumble only right. the, only the fourth woman ever to to enter the men's rumble. She eliminated a guy uh, as the. Uh, let me pull up the Tim Faust tweet. Hang on. Everybody got to do their most fun move on her, and then she got knocked out. She got I did, and... I did see some complaints that um that uh. That it was bad because uh, men were ganging up on her and 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 beating her up, but I also think that that made her look tough. Like, uh, I think that was the idea: is that that made her look tough. You and, step and into strong. that ring, and anything is game. But, you know? Uh, yeah. The, the Tim we Faust, see no gender. The here. Tim Faust tweet was: uh, Nia Jax, an insanely powerful woman, illegally entered the men's Royal Rumble and just threw a small man who used to be a cop over the top rope. This is intersectional feminism to me. Uh, anything else on? Wait, I almost called it WrestleMania again. Royal Rumble. Uh, nothing else worth saying about the Royal Rumble. Wrestling. Um, I, I'm not qualified to actually talk about how much of it was good or not, just because I watched so little of it. Otherwise, I pretty much just watched the pay per views. And and let me tell you, WWE Network. It's nine ninety nine a month. Famously, it's nine ninety nine a month. You used to be able to buy a T shirt that said it, but you can get a free month. Your first month is free. When you sign up for the trial period, let me tell you all something. It is not tied to your name or credit card number or phone number. It is just tied to your email. So if you feel like it, and now this is a little bit of work, but you can just do these free trials forever. You can just keep on changing. (laughs) It's not even that much work. It's not even that much work. You just have to make a Gmail account, which takes... 90 seconds and then you just make whatever throwaway or or any other throwaway email accounts you've ever made for whenever you make an alt twitter account whatever and then just sign up that way you just have to remember to cancel it so you guys you just you you do that and every time you renew instead of sending wwe 9.99 you send us two bucks and the next um pay-per-view is less than a month away so you're gonna get that one for free in that same free trial so you don't even have to do it like day of Stick with us. We'll tell you how to how to beat the system here. I, I stream every sport that, I watch. It's all off Reddit at this point. If I pay for something and I can't get that sport immediately, I just stream it. It's like, leave me alone. Yeah, it's just, it's a lower quality product. Though. I, like, Very true. Just watching uh, with a bunch of ad overlays on just some shitty player, or it's got the, so like, the awful chat on the side, and everyone's just um, I, spamming it with um, all of the uh, Twitch emotes. Yeah, I... Don't mind, like, that's a trade-off for it being free. Like, I'll take that. Just watch this annoying stuff. Usually once you close the ad, it lays the once and, yeah. like, make it full screen, it's fine. Generally. Generally. If you have even, like, the slightest hitch in your, your Wi-Fi, though, you're, you're fucked. It's going to just freeze and stop a lot. Yeah. And then you got to fuck with the ad overlays again when you load it up. And Yeah, and I and I don't really, uh, wait, and if I'm watching any random, you know, regular season basketball game doesn't matter that much but when you're watching like you know ufc 
you don't really want to lose like four minutes. Of yeah, it. no, that's bad. Yeah, if it's the a, first quarter of a Sixers game, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, a lot can happen in a, in a fight. So the UFC is the the only thing that I stream regularly, just because you can. They have a fight pass, which is like the WWE Network, except it doesn't cover the pay per views. So you can pay an extra. You can pay ten dollars a month to watch like some you know uh, bonus coverage and like some the, you can watch the prelims. Just doesn't help and, the big ones. And you can watch like the after show. But like you're not gonna get, you're you're not gonna get title fights, which is so annoying. There's there's more uh, UFC on ESPN now. They started like buying more into the sport, which is cool. There is just casual fighting. I also it's also something I don't follow closely enough to remember when it's on. I like putting UFC on just like in the background every once in a while. Just like I'm like when I look up, I'd like to see these two people beating the shit out of each other. But like I'm not gonna emotionally invest myself in it for a few hours. It'll just be on while I'm also watching the Sixers game and doing something on my phone because I can't do one thing at a time ever. Can't enjoy one thing. I have to be doing three. Well, all of uh, UFC and boxing as well are the things that I want to be more into but uh, lack the genuine interest um, or work that it takes to really learn them. It's like piano. I would really like to be able to play piano. Piano and boxing are the two things that I would like to be very into. In an idealized <laughs> version of myself, I know a lot about boxing and I can play the piano. The uh, the gentle giant, the the scholarly fighter. Go, go. I don't want. Uh, no, I don't want to be able to box. I mean, it would be nice, but um, I don't really. That's that's a whole different thing. By the. Uh, also, I'd have to find the right uh, sort of boxing gym to get into. Like all of these rich people boxing classes upset me to no end. It's very expensive. Well, that's the only reason it upsets I don't, me. No, I, don't, I can't afford I don't think this. It's, I, it's, I don't even care. It's just that there's like people, just um, the extremely soft people who are taking boxing classes. Speak for yourself. I'm soft as shit, and and all just. There's, and they're all called like Rumble and Throwdown and all this shit, and a bunch of people in advertising are just taking Instagram pictures of themselves in boxing gloves, just like oh my god, I just want to see somebody hit him. I want to see him in a real fight. Go sign up for the class. You can hit him yourself. No, I can't. Free trial. They all have free trials. No, I I just want just to... go in for a free trial and just start throwing fucking haymakers at everybody got to kick you out 40 minutes early well first of all if they've been taking these classes for any real amount of time then they would probably be better than me certainly but they wouldn't expect like they they have rules of these boxing classes i bet you that they don't do too many headshots it's mostly just conditioning and training yeah well, and yeah and you got to wear the the headgear as well so, that's like, like every time every time there's some stupid um uh, some twitter boxing match every time someone challenges someone to a boxing match for charity they always wear the headgear don't. I want <laughs> okay. Don't no. I want light gloves and no headgear. Like I don't think that they want light gloves, and this is all you. <laughs> no, like that stupid Jake Paul boxing match. Like he's wearing head. Like he's he's wearing like head protection. So like what? I don't want it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, like no. There's no. If if you want to be a fucking tough guy and you want to fight somebody, do it. Uh, so what I meant was, like, if you went into one of these boxing classes, they would definitely be better than you, 
but I can, I bet that the element of surprise will let you really lay into somebody for one good shot that they didn't expect. Yeah, well, the trouble is, like, then you got to pick the right person, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you just pick the smarmiest looking one. It's going to be the whole thing. This this is like $200 a month. No, you, you do this in your trial class. Oh. You get well, in there, gloves on, and just like, maybe wait. Just like, hey, guys, we're just going to do some light stuff. We're going to. Just going to ask everybody what they do first. <laughs> we're going to hit the light bag and just like. Just fucking throw one into somebody's temple. And she's like, all right, I guess this isn't for me. I'm too violent. I got to go. Leaving like an emotional huff. You know how a lot of people get into fights and they cry? (laughs) Dude, when I start crying, watch out. You just fucking like wail into somebody when they don't expect it. You just go like, God damn it, I knew I couldn't. And just run out. I don't like that. I'm trying to help. No, I'm just, I want just everyone there who works for it works in advertising or is in investment banking or anything else like that i i want to see them just physically destroyed i I, we're on the same team i don't i agree i'd like to see them physically i don't want them to be able to show up to a place and act tough i want actual tough guys not me to teach them that they don't belong there I'm not the one that uh, I'm in no condition. You could run, but I, I couldn't do any I, of it. I'm just no. I'm just irked tremendously by uh, by people cosplaying uh, as as <laughs> as as fighters. Okay, I don't. I can't pin down exactly why, but I well, I rich people have everything, and boxing has historically always been a way out of poverty. Fighting in general is a way out of poverty, so to go up to the to go to these extremely expensive uh, boxing classes that poor people could never afford, and to get to uh, to dance around in your shorts and your fucking hundred and twenty dollar gloves. I took a, I hate it, a uh, free trial class at this place called WTF, something like that. Sucks. And uh, no, I, I didn't really like it. I went in and it was just like speed bag stuff and punching and roundhouse. It was like a, just like a general fighting kind of thing. And I just like one of the, the girls I worked with gave me a free thing, and it would, I I threw punches till I felt like I was gonna puke, and I left, and I never went back. Oh, it's a tremendous workout. It's crazy workout. But um, it's so much harder than like you think to throw a punch. It just like it, like throwing one punch is one thing, but like here throw. I talked about eighty. Uh, I talked about uh, ten minutes. I talked about Steve uh, that I worked with on the past the other episode. I said he said he hit a heavy bag for four hours a day. Yeah, too long. You didn't. You didn't. All right, let's get in. Let's get into the uh, the meat of the show here. All right, I'm just gonna end up repeating myself over and over again about how, <laughs> about I hate how you this. hate people. All right, uh, show more replies here. We I'm go. not the asshole here. <laughs> I'm not what's wrong. I just want a lot of dead air there. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone. I'm done with this. I fucking hate this show. All right, show replies. Uh, the first one I threw in just for fun. Here, our, our, uh, our first reply is from the Fly Flynn. The Tilt tweeted out, does the NFL need a Rooney rule for women? Tweet, hashtag more women in the NFL or hashtag earned not given to vote. And the fly Flynn responds, I have enough women in my life. Hashtag Sundays are for the boys. <laughs> he j- just... And uh, would you like to guess what team his, his AVI is? 
I, I sent you this, so I know it's the Patriots. Oh, that was you? Fuck, yes. I thought I found it. No, you didn't. I take credit for all of this stuff. Well, yeah, because you organize it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, everything I found. I found everything. If you put it into the Slack channel, I found it. That's the thing. Brendan uh, always wants to take credit for all my labor. Sundays are for the boys. <laughs> Thank you for putting that out there, buddy. Yeah, this guy... Um, I was I was digging through his Twitter just trying to find more examples of him complaining about the women in his life, and I think they there have to be more in there. But I I need specifics. I need I need to know why he has enough women in his life. Interestingly enough, the uh, the fantasy football league I play in has two guys with the same last name in it that are Patriots fans, much like this guy's AVI, the Patriots AVI. And I gotta just like I gotta do some research now. I didn't really look at this until just before we started. I, I have to figure out if that's one of them. I have to know now. Again, I don't know why you just joined these leagues. I can't. Well, this was through my friend. Oh, look. Through through friend of the show. It just. You end up having to. It's only the one league. Pal around with all these animals. Uh, one or two of them really suck ass, but most of them are just normal dudes. It's weird that they're all like friends. And I am definitely not in their friend circle. And I still have to text myself, or I'm sorry, text them. And uh, I, like last year I got second in their friends league, and this year I won it. And it's like nobody's ever met me except for Chandler. <laughs> Just ruining yeah. their league. Well, that's, that's all the complaints that you got about uh, about your fantasy baseball league. Yeah, when, when, when our friend Dave joined it. Yeah, which, again, because... Well, the league was so much better when it had guys who just weren't paying attention, not updating right. their rosters, right? Yeah, it was so much better. Uh, next, Mark Cuban tweeting at the official NBA refs account. He said, this is why we have trust issues. The def- uh, he's talking about the block that Wilson Chandler put on DeMar DeRozan in the Spurs-Sixers game. And he said, this is why was we have... Was that the one that we were all watching and everyone just said, that's good? That like When they showed the replay of yes, it? Was the yes, one yes, right yes, under yes. the basket? And like, right. that's just good defense. You just got to say, that's all ball. Right. Yeah. So Mark Cuban said, this is why we have trust issues, or why we have a trust issue. The defender leaves his feet at the circle and lands, what, two, three feet inside it with contact. You say, Q408, Chandler is vertical and legal. Vertical? Really? And Wilson Chandler, the man who made the block, tweeted back at Mark Cuban, mind your own business, Cuban. Mark Cuban Um, fucking sucks. They showed a picture of the, the play, and DeMar DeRozan has an elbow in Wilson Chandler's eye. So, you know, all things being equal. I, th- I don't think anybody got away with one. Mark Cuban does suck. And his the, the, ca- the Mavs culture that he is trying to cull now, I guess, after he got yelled at for it. It's just like, just sell the team, man. He's never going to. Nobody will ever make him. No, because you can't. Because like you have to... I mean, the only example you really have is you had to get a racist rant on tape to force an NBA owner out. Like That's, that's what it takes. Yeah, you can't make these guys sell yeah, the team. No Didn't... matter, no amount of negligence. Wait, what happened tra- in the New Orleans? Wait, or were they still in Charlotte? But when they had Chris Paul and the NBA was technically running their team, um, how did they get rid of that owner? Oh, I'll look. I that don't up. remember what happened there. Yeah, because they tried to trade uh, Chris Paul. He was going to be a Laker, and yeah, and, yeah they, and, they, and they, they said you can't, that, you can't trade the, league, the best player the on the team without an owner. It. Yeah. Eh, regardless. Yeah, so that's my boy Wilson Chandler clapping back at Mark Cuban. I don't, uh, Mark, Mark Cuban, uh, eat shit. You know, 
No, I'm not allowed to say what I want to happen on the set of Shark Tank. <laughs> we can all imagine. I'm not, <laughs> I think I'm, we get it. I'm not saying combat knives. I'm not and... saying. I'm not saying what I uh, what I think should happen on the set of Shark Tank. Uh, let's move on to defending Tom Brady at all costs. We got uh, Daniel Radcliffe who called out Tom Brady. Uh, the tweet from the Boston Globe says, Daniel Radcliffe wants Tom Brady to, quote, take the MAGA hat out of your locker. Says he's rooting for the Rams in the Super Bowl. To which uh, the kid responded, his opinion of the MAGA hat has just as much meaning when the Redcoats said that we couldn't have guns. Or, I'm sorry. It has just as much meaning as when the Redcoats said we could have guns, and we beat their ass. So who's the Redcoats in this? Um... Let's really unpack this. I think this. because I, I guess because Daniel Radcliffe is English, British, yeah. that he's the red coats, mm-hmm. but he's saying that Brady shouldn't have the MAGA hat when, in his words, he said that we should have guns. Again, this is it's it, This is like one of your tweets. Yeah, just awful. It's just he's, he didn't he didn't read it a second time. He's not particularly sure what he was trying to say. It, it's a much meaning it's a mess the redcoats said we could have guns and we beat their ass i it's it's always funny to me that anytime there's any criticism of anything and someone just well, he's not even american though and i just i i don't i i there's nothing but american criticism of literally everything <laughs> there's ask uh, uh, ask about uh, ask that guy on his opinion on any other country, and he, he's going to have some shit to say. Yeah, no, definitely. They eat dogs over there. I spilled water. I got distracted. Uh, yeah, if you're British, you could. Well, did the British do that about American on soccer opinions? Because like, if any British person, talks oh about yeah, football, shut they up, this. you fat uh, American bastard. Go back to your burgers. That's Back good. to your burgers is uh, that was the the default uh, thing to tell Americans uh, for for a long time. And then what always pissed me off about that is the the English want to act like they're not fat as hell. Yeah, who doesn't love burgers? Also, that's not purely Bur- American. Burgers are delicious, and they're uh, a lot of British people are are fat. So I don't want to hear it. Then we have this pair of tweets. Did you remind him that the Rams owner Stan Kroenke? Owner donated $1 million to the Trump inauguration fund, or no? And then should have, and imagine the Rams, owner, Rams owner's reaction when after donating that much, 45 didn't even acknowledge the team winning their division or, or the NFC championship. It is funny how he picks and chooses what yeah. he's going to... Like, this guy gave him a million bucks. I know um, people have made the comparison of uh, like... Uh, like Trump supporters always wanting to impress their sort of absentee father they, and they just love it. It just like you have, you have this guy who just like comes home once a week and just goes, Oh, your birthday was the other day. Right. And then they're <laughs> like, yeah, thank you for remembering like that. That's every Trump supporter is the, <laughs> is so desperate to be acknowledged by this man who does not give a shit about them. And yes, Dan Kroenke not not even getting a mention like uh, for his million dollars. Yeah, Dan Kroenke also running the Rams very much in a ruthless fashion, like Trump would have. Just like we're leaving St. Louis, we're out of here, we're going to a bigger city. We don't need this trash. Uh, he's running Arsenal uh, the way that uh, that Trump is running most things, which is uh, just complete negligence. 
Good. No interest. Couldn't care less. If you're one of these, like, you just hire, I guess, like, that would be, like, the team president. You're just, like, you're the guy I listen to. You do everything. I don't want to bother with this. I just own them. It's, it's, it's a shame that owning a sports franchise is such good money because it attracts the worst and most disgusting businessmen. Well, there's, uh, the, there's that line in Ballers where they said, like, professional sports franchises, like, that's how we knight people in this country. And kind of. Oh, man. I don't remember that line. That is so accurate. Yeah, like th- like that, that, that and that, that's Christ. kind of what it is. It's like oh yeah, owning owning a team is a sort of is Ugh. an elevated status that like yeah, it's very, rarefied air. You're yeah. untouchable. Yeah, unless you say very racist things on a voicemail. Yes, and oh god, that I know it's it's been quoted to death, but that excerpt from the Donald Sterling trial. Or whatever it was, when he's just talking about what him and girls would do in the back of a car, and then it just gets to the just like, Mister Sterling. The question was, "Is this your signature?" <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> I'm not aware of There's, that. The, I just remember there, that him. He, he's shouting at his. It was his wife, right, or like his girlfriend. It was his. Yeah, his. Um, I I guess girlfriend. But he was I just mean, mad at her about talking to Magic Johnson. Yeah, she just like <laughs> didn't want pictures of her and black men on Instagram. Christ. And um, oh well, there, but yeah, it would always that that reminded me of um, there's the who is slamming my recycling bin. We got a person out there hunting for cans. No, I think it's this. I think it's the. I think it's our super. Oh. I think he's. I can't really see him. Done. Done making an incredible amount of noise in the building, and now must do it outside the building. Him just um, watching things at an incredible volume at a at a volume that I didn't know phones could hit. It's just you. You were right the one time when you were describing why you like to use the full speaker array late at night instead mm. of instead of just one tiny speaker. And you're you're correct about it because like one like the whole speaker array downstairs, you can get it like soft and clear, and just like it's not as shrill and piercing as like one laptop speaker. Yeah, and that is his thing. Like he would sit in this like room next to our living room that is supposed to uh, utility room. Yeah. And he brought a couch in from the trash, and he would just listen to what like, like very stereotypical like Spanish music, very loudly. Stereotypical Spanish music. Yes, I think uh, the I think the the genre you're looking for is uh, it's called ranchero. Ranchero. Um, but the yeah, it's we we do share two walls with the access room, and they brought in a couch and at one point a television. Yeah, and they, it was just him and his wife and their daughter, and they were just like, just really having a blast in there. Um, and they once they really started to celebrate it, one of our roommates shut it down. Well, once they started pissing in the drain in the floor, that was tough. This is New York City, baby. Yeah, no, that that's the end of it. This is uh, well, look, pissing on a hole in the ground fifteen feet from where I eat my breakfast. Like, well, no, thank you. Also, yeah, we should have put it together quicker than that. Just like, well, he's crushing beers in there. And there's no toilet. Like there's, there's yeah. I never really thought about all that. It just like me, uh, yeah. I didn't think about where he was pissing. It's just like there's a there's a drain in the floor and there's a slop sink. It's one or the other. <sighs> I don't know which I'd prefer. I'm gonna say the slop sink because then you can run a rinse. 
Yeah, there's no rinsing that on the ground. It just has to dry up, and you're just walking back and forth over it. <laughs> it's just in the middle of the room. <laughs> Since they were yelled at, they have not been back in any serious capacity, which has been nice. No. Now, I uh, should also uh, mention... The one time he did play porn, like, he was watching porn in there. Definitely watching porn in there. I, I, I'm always I'm always worried, like, I never want to, like, come across too harsh about, like, people who do, like, his job. But, I, like, several lines were crossed. Yes. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, he doesn't want to be here. We all know it. Like, yeah. if he could be somewhere else in his own apartment, we knew he would be. But, like, you're pissing in the floor next the, to my living room. You can't watch porn and piss in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we yeah that's 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 a hard out for me oh god damn it like, there's still gotta be some level of professionalism here. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, uh, i got distracted from my original point because of the uh because of the banging uh oh the donald sterling thing yeah very funny <laughs> to, to wrap it up right, to, to, to wrap it up it's it's very good uh, my f- the last Tom Brady, uh, Daniel Radcliffe related tweet is my favorite one. It's also my favorite brand of tweet where you bring in a sports character and a fictional character and combine them and say one of them is the other. To which he says, Tom Brady is a living legend, a real life Harry Potter. And I love that so much. I responded to this guy and I was trying to get him to help me cast the, the Patriots as Harry Potter fans. But it really just ended up with me. Uh, proving how much I knew about Harry Potter and people just responding and going like, ha ha, so funny and liking it. And just like, guys, I want, what I wanted here was you to help me. And just like, <laughs> I'm doing all the heavy lifting and you guys have just told me how creative I am. It's like, I disagree and come on. Oh, yeah. It... Those are my favorite sports tweets. Tom Brady is like Tony Soprano because Tom Brady is smart because he's doing exactly what I would do, all right? Tom Brady uh, being Rob Stark right now. Tom Brady is like, uh, you know, um, you ever see um, the with the movie with um, he takes the pills, and then his brain is it's oh, it's yeah, incredible, limitless. So yeah, so I you know, and I would take those pills. I think. Tom Brady is like Michael Corleone in The Godfather, and uh, Marlon Brando is Drew Bledsoe. Or no. Wait, maybe he's Bill Belichick. Oh, I got to think about this one for a minute, guys. <laughs> you know what? I think that is, uh, we, we haven't retired anything, but um, I would say that something that something that bothers me is the comparison of athletes to basically any fictional characters? Oh, you know what? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it right in the middle. Um, let's uh retire um comparing any athlete to an ex girlfriend. Any contract talks, any trade, any like forced trade. Ex girlfriend, ex wife. Hear that? Do you hear me, Bill Simmons? <laughs> you fucking hear everything me. is not like an ex girlfriend. You dolt. Ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, mother-in-law, in-laws. Bro, uh, mother-in-law is allowed. Uh, <laughs> mother. God, an ex-wife joke well, is always so good too. Ex-wife. Well, okay, no. Um, 
Well, we can separate these. We can okay. separate these. We'll do it on a case by case basis. Well, I, I'm I'm fine with anyone saying, yeah, Carmelo Anthony is like uh, my mother in law. Can't get rid of him. Uh, yeah. Can't get rid of him. No, the ex wife jokes are. Um, well, I think it's like how uh, I've been saying uh, dilly dilly for the last three months. Ironically, I feel like a line has been crossed where it just becomes like. It, it kind of stops being ironic once you never stop doing it. Yeah, it's been months. You're just like, dilly dilly, man. No, I'm ah. saying, get on the Eat Chain Discord, and you will see. No, I, I've seen it. That, you showed me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that it's just relentlessly people saying dilly dilly. It's uh, also because it's a it's a, it's a, a somewhat smaller, uh, it, it, the stream doesn't have nearly as much attention as many of the others, and they kind of only do it like once, maybe twice a week. So there's not much happening in the chat. And it's just the one channel, and it, you will just get just uh, people realize no one said anything for a while, and someone will just say "dilly dilly" again, and then six other people will say it. I uh, Chris James just added a emote to his Twitch stream. It's the "dilly dilly" emote, and he's like, "And I only want you to do this to annoy other streams. I don't want you to use it on mine." And immediately, just everybody's just mashing on the button. You can't ask. You can't ask people to do that. Well, he does it on purpose. I know, but. <laughs> It's... But I'm just saying that this sort of thing. I mean, uh, I, yeah, uh, he's good at what he does. He knows how to uh, sort of engineer his own demise in a way that'll be funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, you ask for you. You don't call it no prank radio, and thinking that that will actually stop it. Like you know, <laughs> there's the yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, we're gonna move on to our next uh, show more reply subject here. It is uh, on the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, announcement coming later today. Hashtag Rays Tropicana Field will be cashless. Credit cards, Rays cards, which can be purchased, etc. But no cash accepted. So there absolutely no cash. To which uh, Emma Beckleary says, uh, apart from very valid and troubling concerns about what this means for low-income fans and others who might not have or use plastic, I cannot help but remember when I got free Dippin' Dots at Nats Park because the card reader briefly went down and no one knew how to handle it. They are setting themselves up for failure in that specific, like, anything goes down, you can't charge anybody for shit. Uh, yes. You're gonna have to, <laughs> what, it's like, you're gonna have the guy who's working the counter take a picture of the front and back of your credit card uh, so, we can, <laughs> so we can put this through later when the machine goes back up. Uh, all right. I I see the point of only taking cards just because it is substantially it is faster. Um, although for some reason at arenas you constantly need to sign for stuff, like the, they never just swipe your card and just hand it back to you, which is what I want. Like if people had use Square and like e- my email uh, thing just got emailed to me, whatever. Um, well, presumably they're gonna have all of the the you know non cash options, Venmo and. Apple Pay, you think so? Apple whatever. But additionally, um, but yeah, it, it does. Cash is legal currency. Why places can decide that they don't want to accept it, I don't understand. It does uh, absolutely discriminate against lower income people. And lastly, uh, uh, depending on the size of your company, um, I know the the one that I work for, American Express takes I think three point four percent of every transaction. Maybe big places like that get a little better deal. Maybe they do, but I mean, I I remember still making money. when uh, when we tried to negotiate ours down. I think the answer we got from American Express was be Amazon. <laughs> okay, you got it. 
So um, Amazon probably does, you know, maybe their rates a little lower, but uh, from, from yeah, our, the small business that I work at, American Express takes 3.4%, so I which think is a lot. That is a lot. I think what they're trying to do, because it seems to me, based on what I've learned from reading all these comments and all the stuff about it, is that you can use cash, cash to purchase a raise card. That sucks so bad. So it's basically just like... So they're trying to create that economy of dead money, whereas like I put twenty bucks in the card, yeah. and I bought a seventeen dollar beer, and well, now they're, it's they're, like three bucks is going to sit there forever. Well, yeah, there's an Always Sunny episode about this. Like they, 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 they when they tried to do, turn it, like do the Dave and Buster's uh, bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I feel like. Um, well, the Rays probably did a little more research than. Well, like. They already are at the bottom of the league, basically, in attendance, and they're just going to make it harder to... I mean, I guess not harder, but, like, just there are some people who would prefer cash. I don't know. It's I just The amount of people who don't who use cash over credit at this point are pretty much very, very old people and kids whose parents give them money to spend. And you're just adding a step for them. Like, if you're 15 and you want to walk around the stadium for a while without your parents and you say, Dad, can I have 20 bucks? It's like now you're adding a step. Now your kid's got to walk over to the raise card. Go buy twenty dollars and raise cash. It's just unnecessary. It's probably and I I bet it's something like uh instead of doing actual money, it'll just be credits and it'll be like Twitch bits, where like a dollar sixty gets you a hundred (laughs) bits. Just like now, if you want to if you want to see real savings on your raise card, you can get five hundred raise credits for four hundred and ninety dollars. Uh, here we go. Brave stats and more. Just because we don't like it doesn't mean it's stupid. <laughs> Already don't care for your argument. Cash transactions today are what check transactions used to be. They slow things down in a world that is moving ever faster. Sucks for us, but it makes a ton of sense for a mass in-person transaction business. Won't someone think of the ownership? <laughs> these these people slaving night and day to find out, to scientifically engineer ways to take more money from us without us being mad oh I'm, I'm generally interested uh in the like a hot dog slash beer vendor you're in the middle of the row and you say like two classic american light beers for me sir yeah and they and you pass down the cash down the aisle and you get the beers and the change back and it's like what are you doing now you pass your Miller cell phone light, down and you passing your i guess you pass down your debit card 2850 like, it I, passing down your debit card is a much different step. Ha- having 15 people handle your credit card is a little nerve-wracking, I would say. St- a- at least there's a – you hand two 20s down the row. At least there's a cap. That's as much as I can lose in this. <laughs> now, I, I just – everyone already knows that they're being extorted once you step into a stadium. You know, you know that the the $2 – 25 ounce Budweiser the the 25 ounce Budweiser can that I can get on the corner for two dollars is is 12 at City Field or whatever yeah and why I'd want to partake in any sort of situation that makes it where I lose more of my money where you know that they're gonna set it up so you can't spend it all Right, right. They're gonna have it so there's two or three or four bucks left at the end that you just can't do you anything just can't do with. anything about yeah sorry no. No dollar raised Coke cans that you can buy also, at the uh, exits. Yeah, like and and yeah. Again, cash allows people to keep more of their money. 
so and, yeah. and and also there's like all those apps where it's just like oh well every dollar i spend on transactions like whatever uh and then that just goes into an account and that's a good idea except that that's literally always been what cash is <laughs> i have i use those i love those uh yeah no they're, they're good but i also like that if i spend yeah, cash and i get left 80 and cents left jar. and it goes into a san Marzano tomato can that is in my closet you can see it right there and there could be Upwards of twelve dollars in that right now. Who knows? I I said um, the the real way to show off how um, how successful I've become is I've had a uh, twenty seven dollars in change rolled up. That's uh, that I've not had the cash in. I have a bunch of change rolled up in my that's that's how as well. <laughs> that that's how you know that I've uh, you made a, a certain level of comfort is that I haven't desperately needed this twenty seven dollars, not enough to carry it down to the TD Bank. Imagine it's the end of the ninth inning. No, I guess just the game is over. Yep. And you promised, I don't know, your girlfriend, your kid, whoever, that you'd buy them blah, blah, blah thing from the team store, and you just want to fucking leave. And you're standing there, and everybody's getting ornery, and you got this guy in front of you who's got six raise cards with $3 a piece on them, and he's just saying, like, he is insisting that he is spending all his raise money. And he's standing in front of you, and this is taking minutes. He swipes, he's like, 285 All right, this one should have four... And they're just like, so how is this any better? Because there are going to be those people as well. Oh, yeah. And just like, sir, you can only use one race card at a time. So the hell I can. Cash them out then. They are rechargeable. Fuck you. I would love to be that guy, but I know I would just eat like two or three dollars. Just like, I'm not doing this. Oh, absolutely. For the two race games you go to a year. Yeah. Uh, All right. Next we got... Chad Johnson tweeting about Roger Stone. I don't know if anybody's got anything to say about this that hasn't already been said, but I thought it was very funny. FBI arrested my na- ma- FBI arrested my neighbor Roger before my morning jog. I've only seen shit like that in movies. Crazy start to my Friday. And just the unbelievable normie responses to Chad Johnson were overwhelming, and they were all basically this. Chad, when Stone moved in, comma, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> the amount of people who tweeted... There goes the neighborhood. In reference to Roger Stone moving into Chad Johnson's neighborhood was astounding. People love to not check the replies to see if their joke's already been posted. It has. It always has. For 80% of the people on Twitter, myself in that 80%, so don't feel bad if you're in that 80%. I'm just too stupid to think of anything faster than anyone else. So like, I think of something, and, I, and now I look. And just like, all right, this has been said 37 times. I'm good. What have I been posting about? No one's answered. I, I was tweeting about Ted Bundy. No one said anything about it. Dismal Tide lost a follower, by the way, on Twitter. Oh, no. I don't have any interesting Ted Bundy take. Well, what I said was everyone, everyone's been complaining. Uh, uh, a lot of people have been complaining about the glorification of Ted Bundy by this Netflix documentary. And I said... If you think a documentary glorifies Ted Bundy, buddy, have I got bad news about Hitler? That's it's I, just, I'm just, they're fascinating people. I know. I'm just the, the psychopaths I, are fascinating. As a, as a lifelong uh, serial killer uh, person, I I am uh, irked tremendously it, by all of the the recent explosion of all true crime everything. And it is um, no. I like the true crime stuff. If you get like real up on your high horse about it, and like I can't believe we're glorifying these murderers, hey, no, then, like, no, that sucks. No, but, like, all this stuff, all this information was out there forever. 
and then uh, one as someone who was always in the podcast making my own podcast and then Serial came out and everyone just like oh have you heard about podcasts yes I have Yes, podcast existed before Serial. True crime existed before Serial. And it, you know what? Looking back on it, that's if if I could make one thing go away, um, that that would probably be it. If I could pick one piece of culture that never existed, Serial Serial would probably be it. It did open a lot of people into podcasts, but in a not very for the better infantilizing way. Not yeah, not for the better. That was one of that was in my first three or four podcasts that i listened to definitely because that was back in new jersey when i was just driving and listening to the radio or whatever my phone plug it in but like somebody was like check this out it's about a murder i was like all right we'll do it um and then i got a t-shirt and i got a bumper sticker and uh well you love that sort of shit i i'm definitely way more normie than you you donated to a coney 2012 oh yeah i got i got pulled into that what a fucking rube uh, yo, no, I'm definitely like swayable. Like I see it. It's like I can be. I can be convinced. I think the. M- I was scrolling through my old tweets, um, and I was going back. I'm trying to do the thing where I delete everything from like before 2014 or whatever. Um, but I, I did find some like Reddit ass. Like we used to uh, listen to politicians and laugh at comedians. And now we listen to comedians. Like it's like one of those. Great. I found what I think I'd I'd said something along those lines, and I'm just like, this sucks so bad. You said it. I think I said I said I I don't remember how I phrased it, but it was something like that. From like 2010. I I would have loved to see it. It's gone now. It's gone now. Gonna use the Wayback Machine on your ass. Bring up some 2009. All my tweets that remain from 2009 aren't especially good or interesting. I think, um, no. There's really, I've had almost no good tweets from before uh, 2017. And even then, I really don't think I've had any ever, ever good tweets. I know I haven't. I should just do the thing where they all delete themselves after a week. Is there like a program for that? Oh yeah, hmm. Elizabeth Brunig uses that. Oh, if it keeps everything clean. So when you tweet something and delete it, does that tweet still count in your like total tweets tally? No. Okay. Uh, our next reply is: Are you aware of Will Osprey, the aerial assassin, a wrestler? Um. Yes, okay. I am. I am aware of him. I ask because I'm certainly not. I well, I I don't know. I've never seen him wrestle. Okay. I just I'm aware of him because he seems to um, get yelled at a lot. Uh, on on that subject, he said he tweeted out on the 26th. I sent two messages out to two girls going out to to wrestle in Japan. I told them that Japan isn't a vacation. This is work that I don't think they are ready for it. Hap- happily say that at Bobby Tyler has stepped up her game and getting better each match. Keep up the good work. So just nice nice little bit of gatekeeping there. Many people are saying that I am responsible for your success. I wouldn't say that, but what I am saying is I told you to do it. We got uh, a response here that says Osprey is the Donald Trump of wrestling Twitter. There you go. <laughs> I it it does it's so annoying when anyone tries to take credit for the it's that it, that that's a very um that's a very sports talk radio way to phrase it 
where you give yourself so much credit for whatever happened and you just try to you make it fit. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Like the Colin like, Cowherd. Yeah, they're just like, listen, I've been saying I told him. And what have I been saying on this show for months now? Yeah. Shut up, Colin. Um, fucking idiot. Oh, someone pointed out that when Francesca Francesca tweeted the other day that um uh that the Warriors were done and it wouldn't you wouldn't know it until spring. It wouldn't be clear until spring, but the war this this team is it's it's over. And they've gone <laughs> they've gone twelve and one since. Yeah, they got boogie back. It's 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 over. Francesca sucks so bad as a uh prognosticator and like somebody point uh, I this is not my observation, but Someone was saying that it's it's clearly really important to him to be a guy who predicts stuff rather than just discusses it, and he's extremely bad at predicting stuff. Terrible, so, terrible bad. gambler. Um, what the there was the the clip. Um, oh, what? Well, no, there's there's a clip that people are already uh, ahead of time. Uh, getting at him for when he said he's talking about how zion's gonna struggle in the nba so yeah he's gonna be very good the he says he's not he, big enough oh, to play the four he did predict on the 22nd though mike francesa said we'll be very surprised if shutdown continues past weekend with state of the union and super bowl next week it's like you got that one you nailed it got him mike thank you mike all you uh all you handicappers on the the shutdown did you see any of the nhl all-star game no, I did not. I watched highlights of it because I did not, only because they used the new uh, tracking technology. I saw people laughing about this, but I don't. I I didn't watch the game. I was very busy, as you know. The yeah, very busy. I was. Were you actually busy? I was busy this weekend. Sorry, jeez, man. You were there. We went to Black Sabbath cover band rehearsal. The NHL tracking. I I saw mostly mixed reviews for it. Just like some people really loved it. Most people, the, the sentiment was, use it during instant replays. Don't use this shit during the game. But they had, like, during warm-ups, and there were probably, like, 15, 16 people on the ice, and everybody had, like, a, like a MMORPG thing of their name above their head as they were skating. And it was just a fucking mess. And I don't know. I don't hate it. And this guy, this person, Maggie, Maggie Budziak, who uses her full first and last name, which is great, uh, tweeted Budziak. Yep, Blagojevich. Le- again, uh, put it on the list of names that uh, Letterman would love. Blagojevich. She said, in regards to the NHL tracking data, I I think it's an option for streaming and blah. Basically, that we grew up with these MMORPGs and just like a thousand fucking things on the video game screen, tons of stats and data, and then when you watch a real life sport. It's fucking boring. It's just watching the ice. And, like, there's so much space in our brains for so much more information to bombard us that, like, if you used a little bit of it, I think it'd be great. They were doing some pretty tremendous things with this this stuff. Uh, way, so much of it absolutely needless. Like, they were doing one thing where they had three guys in, like, I don't remember all the hockey terms, but, like, basically in, like, the attacking zone. They were up in, like, the front third of the ice and they had like they were triangulating the three players and like how far apart the three players were the entire time they were skating and trying to find like a a lane and then the uh the the puck tracking thing they did wasn't like the puck was illuminated it had like a trail so it was you know it was, was kind of like 
watched. That was the most video gamey thing I saw. Yeah, I it, mean, I the there's certainly a place for some things like this, but um, it there is a, a threshold that once it's crossed, everyone gets mad. Yeah, they were, the NHL was talking about. I was talking about this, and they said uh, that they just tried to throw everything they had out there for yeah. the All-Star game. <laughs> and just yeah. like, let's see what pisses people the, off. The thing is, I don't really need it in real time, because it can only process so much of the information, you know? Um, but, like, um, like StatCast and everything, when they like replay a home run, and they show, you know, velocity, launch angle, all that. Like, it's great. It's great, but it's because it happens after. I, I don't think really that's what they happen- want. Yeah, I don't really need it happening during. The the things I saw that people would like during well me personally I would like as soon as somebody touches the puck, maybe just real quick just flash their name if you can't tell who it is if it's not immediately apparent I mean that that could get annoying as well but uh, and people also really wanted like instantaneous shot speed like as soon as somebody takes a slap shot like how fast was that slap shot instead of like going back and reviewing it yeah because like they can do that in baseball too they can tell you how fast the pitch is four seconds after it's thrown you know mm-hmm. probably faster. Yeah, that's all I got about uh, the NHL and their tracking technology. I think it's probably kind of cool. I think it's generally good, but at the right time. That's my nuanced take on it. <laughs> in in little bits and pieces, all right? I think we got to support the troops as a concept, but not as individuals. Uh, next, did you see anything about... Stan Caston, the Dodgers president, who's fake newsing all over the Dodgers. Uh, I I heard him. Payroll. I heard him saying that um, that people, no one's actually upset about the Dodgers not paying uh, Harper or Machado, and that uh, you can't just go around making these things up and saying that fans are upset. Right. He was asked about why that they've made two straight World Series appearances and they're cutting payroll to be under the the luxury tax, and he said. That's such a weird narrative. If we can do whatever we do and stay under the luxury tax threshold, there's a lot of advantages to being under. By the way, a lot more advantages than all you write about. Um, And then it says, I'm not going into all that because that's real inside baseball economic stuff. Told fans would be interested in the details. Kastner replied, hold on, let me finish the answer. Some, Some of the things are elsewhere in the collective bargaining agreement that no one's bothered to look at. Some of the things are inside baseball, so there so there are more advantages than just a little tax. So Emma Backley Ari, who if you don't follow her on Twitter, she's great. She she writes she's I think she's the head baseball writer for Sports Illustrated now, but she's she's very good. She's got a very good Twitter presence. She's look at, she was looking at the the you know collective bar- bargaining agreement, and basically, if you stay under the luxury tax threshold, the first t- thirteen million you get. Uh, gets spread between two places. First, uh, the first half of it goes to player pensions, and the next half of it gets split among all the other clubs in Major League Baseball who stayed under the luxury uh, tax threshold. Yeah. So your six and a half million gets split up among all the other teams. But like last year in MLB, I think of the thirty-two teams or thirty teams, thirty teams, uh, like twenty-eight or twenty-seven were under the luxury tax. So they all split the. Basically, they all just split up and got like $30,000. Like that was the big bonus for staying under. Outstanding. Which is yeah, outstanding. Well, you can pay your whole single A team with that $30,000. That's true. Yeah. You could buy, buy a, a whole bag of uh <laughs> I love feeding my minor league team just buying 4 pounds of of just, beef jerky and throwing it in the middle of an old refurbished school bush. Big sack of baseball chow. <laughs> and you put, and you put it all in the in the trough, and you ring the bell, and they all come and eat it. 
and you spray them with a hose, and you make them all go back into the one motel room they're all sharing. I wonder why Kyler Murray didn't want to play minor league baseball. Like, gee, I wonder so much. It's fucking hard, and it sucks. It, it's unbearable. And, uh, oh, God. You know, um, really everything back to Arsenal, but there was, uh, during the austerity years at Arsenal, when they were paying down the stadium, and other other teams were spending 50 and 60 million on players and Arsenal still hadn't broken their transfer record from 2002 of 16 million. Uh, and everyone is going nuts about it and people would Photoshop, you know, net spend champions of England. You know, just like, look at this, but just like we're finishing fourth and like we're and the team's hardly spending any money. And just like, that's eh, not really the it's not really what you play the game for. It, yeah, it's like, what do you give a shit how much these pl- these guys yeah, spend on players? It's not your money. Yeah. Um, I, go sign Harper, Machado, Keuchel, and Kimbrell. I'm a Phillies fan. Like, fuck you. Just go spend $200 million like you said you would. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm sorry, I, I want to actually fix that. I had that backwards. So if you're over the luxury tax, yep. the tax that you pay when you go over, that's what's getting split up. So two teams went over. So 28 teams split thir- uh, $13.5 million. That was that was what, the, and then the other half goes to uh, paying player pensions. So it's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse than I. You're you're hoping that everybody else is spending, but nobody else is spending. Like I think there's going to be one team over the luxury tax next year. The Yankees aren't over it anymore. The Dodgers nope. aren't over it anymore. I think it's also, just Boston. The, the Yankees' entire pitch for like the last couple of years is just like, all right, so we're not spending money, but Bryce Harper is going to be available, and we're going to go get him. Yeah, it's it was. We're not spending money now, so we can do it in three years and spend it correctly. Because we yeah. gave Ellsbury, uh, we backed up the Brinks truck for Ellsbury for no reason. Yeah, this was when when the Knicks, uh, the the whole idea w- for years was like we're we're, we're gonna make a we're gonna we're gonna shed salary. We're dumping everything so we can go get LeBron. <laughs> and and then what happened? Uh, I also learned some stuff about the Dodgers and their TV contract. I don't know how much you knew about this. But basically, more than half of LA can't get Dodgers fans because they don't sign up for the right cable package. Yeah, that it's incredible, and it's still the Dodgers. Dodgers games are still like the number one show on cable, which is also incredible. But like, you're just leaving so much of your market on the well. Like, I mean, this is 2019. They're not. They're just not getting paid by that market. The advertising dollars are going to the Reddit stream that these people watch it through. Yep. I wanted to read this la- the last uh, paragraph and a half of the article I read on basically just like the history of the Dodgers' uh, television concerns and like they brought up the Stan Caston thing. This is uh, by Mike Exista, but like I think he puts it very nicely in the last two paragraphs. He says, "If I were a Dodgers fan, hearing the team president respond to reasonable and justified questions about the club's payroll spending habits with the baseball equivalent of fake news would make my blood boil. Ticket prices are climbing." And that money is not going back into the roster. Revenues are up. Ticket prices are going up. Payrolls are, are coming down. Where's the money going? Not to players and not to fans. That leaves one place. Uh, owners have unabashedly turned their franchises into get-rich-quick schemes. Now at least one prominent team executive is at best ignorant is at best ignorant about the concerns of his fan base and at worst lying about the concerns of the fan base. There is a day of reckoning coming. Spending less on players is one thing. Treating fans like idiots is another. That's Mike Exista. That's good. Well done. Very well done. All extremely well put. I'm really looking forward to a baseball strike. I I want It's got to happen. I want a violent baseball strike. <laughs> I want the, It would be really funny to have I want a, a torches and pitchforks uh, uh sort of baseball strike. 
or a bit more more of a, a, a baseball revolution. Uh no, I, I'm I'm all for a baseball strike. Maybe it ha- it's it's not going to happen next off season, but the next CBA is in 2021, so they're going to have to make some drastic moves about these. Uh, the the best players are just aren't getting signed. The uh, I read you the list of MLB free agents that are still free agents, and it's a goddamn all star team: Machado, Harper, Keuchel, Kimbrel, Adam Jones, uh, Marlon Gonzalez, just etc. 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 There, it's ten years ago. These guys would have uh, yeah. been signed. Yeah. Ten years ago, Dallas Keuchel gets a hundred million dollars, easy. He won the Cy Young three years ago. Like, definitely. He's a, I think he's a, I don't remember if he's a lefty or a righty. I think he's a lefty. But, like, he, he throws 200 innings a year. His ERA is under three and a half, and he won a Cy Young three years ago. Like, he would have went for a fucking astronomical price. I'm trying to pull up Mark Teixeira's Wikipedia, but the internet is bad right now. Didn't he sign 625? 150? I'm trying to look up, like, when the day he signed the contract for the Yankees and for how much. Okay. Um, but I can't because because why? What's the liberal sports media? Liberal sports internet. To share no internet contract. Why Yankees contract details, salaries, and earnings? Aha! Aha! He signed. 2009 to 2016, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He signed an eight-year deal, and he, oh man, he made 22 and a half million for the last six years of the deal, and 20 for the first two. So anyway, it was 160. It's like 170, 75 million. Anyway, it was agreed to in December. Right? No, it used to be like (laughs) big free agents. Well, like so, as a Phillies fan, again. Can color me pissed off because the Phillies come in and say we're going to spend money, we're going to spend stupid money, like we're willing to. And clearly, after the team president said that, everybody's like, "You need to not say things like that." Hang on, I just happened to scroll down and I just saw the outside baseball and just saw Teixeira supported Marco Rubio in his campaign for president twenty sixteen. Boom. <laughs> well, Marco. Rubio's- I mean, it makes perfect sense. He's rich. I- I know, but I just don't. I don't see the appeal of Marco Rubio to anybody. I, yeah, I don't get it either. He's, he's an such idiot. a fucking loser, dude. Is uh, Mark Teixeira Cuban? Um, I don't really know anything about Mark Teixeira. Nor do I. Uh, it says he's American. Maybe he's Cuban American though. Uh, no, a, yeah. So the Phillies devout, go from like devout Catholic. The Phillies go from saying they want to spend stupid money to like. It's very clear that Harper and Machado just they're not going to get 200 million dollars now. Like it doesn't seem it seems like there's four clubs interested at any given point, three clubs maybe, and they're all only interested because they think they might be able to get these guys at 25 million dollars a year. And it seems to me if you went in there and said, "Hey, we'll give you 28 and then 29 and then 30 and we'll do 6 years and we'll give you a ton of options." Like you could just have them. But everybody's nickel and diming down because this is stupid and they know that these players have no power. All the Harper and Machado are going to sign multi-year deals, but pretty much everybody else on that list, probably one-year deals. When, when are they allowed the strike? Well, I mean, it's a strike. You can do it whenever you want. I, yeah, but, but I, I, the I CBA know is usually up 2021. Like it's, it's usually when they wait for the end of the CBA. There's there's rarely like a wildcat strike in baseball. I think it's still two years left of this. I don't see why they don't do it now. Oh, actually, I think it might be it's it's 2021. I don't know if that's after the season in 2021. Well, everybody knows what's happening is bullshit. I mean, the players more than anybody. 
why I just don't see why they don't do it now. It's 2017 to 2021. This this current CBA. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why you don't wouldn't do it now. Just we're renegotiating immediately because this sucks ass. Well, no, and furthermore, they I don't remember his name, but the guy the head of the players' association they they re up this contract. The guy who negotiated this deal. So maybe they know something we don't. I'm sure they do, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't be in a big rush to to say, hey, good job. Here's more money. Whole thing sucks. Uh, which is pretty much the theme of our show. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to the Weepy Horny Beer Guy, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Uh, Weepy Horny Beer Guy this week. In response to Lauren Shihadi, who works for NHL Network. I also think she does some college basketball stuff. Uh, did I say NHL? Oh, sorry, MLB. Wait a minute. I uh, I know. Just go ahead and read it, and I'll, uh, uh, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. She was sitting in the picture she put on Instagram. She was sitting next to a uh, 21-year-old... Uh, baseball prospect, I'm not sure who. She tweeted out a picture of those two sitting next to each other and with the caption, just two 21-year-olds talking, hitting. And the comment in question is from Call Me AB, who said, you better stop teasing the fuck out of us with your super gorgeous and sexy feet and legs. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, once again, you, you you misunderstand what weepy, horny beard guy is. I, I guess I do. I told you this That's was... That's just a horny guy. Uh, okay. Horny guy of the week, then. That that doesn't that, that doesn't fit the mold at all. Explain to me what the mold is. Did, I, it's, I it's, it's been explained to me original, twice, but I clearly don't get tweet. it. Oh my god, Jenny! It's so just anybody replying to her. There's a thousand weepy horny beer guys on Lauren Chihadi at any given time. Then except it's it's the people that are it's not the it's not the guys that already have their dick in their hand. What, so how about this guy who said most knowledgeable sportscaster on air. Lauren Shihadi is the bomb. That's a little too. Uh, that's 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 just sort of like polite. Uh, I see one goat on the left. I think and you want some like, baseball player. I, I think what you want is like, it's it, on the face of it polite, but displays a sort of familiarity that shouldn't be there. Well, all right, and then. the guy should also, uh, uh yeah. It, 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 you should be able looking at the picture of the guy. You should be able to tell that he is um, just a mess. <laughs> should be should be physically should look like um, yeah a a, a beard guy uh, doing the soy face like an epic bacon sort of guy. That's what you're looking for. Well, okay, wrong again. In Mike's very specific ways that we're doing this, uh, I like horny people. I think that's funny. Uh, we got to have a space for these things, then. The objectively horny, inappropriate man. Because um, <laughs> if we have a show, I want to read that that Instagram comment. If well, yeah. If if we want to just name and shame, uh, name and shame the the horny men online. Gonna need a longer show. Gonna need a longer show. Uh, all right. That's it for us this week. That's it. That's it. That's the whole uh, show. All the tweets. That's episode five. I said that we were going to begin a targeted harassment campaign. Oh yeah, what are you talking week. about? Uh, I haven't really ironed out the details of it yet, but I think it should come down to telling people that you that they should listen to the show uh, under a threat of violence. Um, but I think how you go about it is down to you. I don't want to say, I don't want to give any sort of directive that looks like I personally am inciting anything. 
So um, I think you should decide in your own way what it's going to take to get people to listen to this show, and uh, you should do it. And whatever that is, that's up to you. Um, you could kill them with kindness if you want, but I can't give her any specifics about what should happen to people if they don't listen to the show. More details on targeted harassment next week. Uh, check out Wade Jams on SoundCloud. He does our music, and he yep. does you know a lot more music than that. I he, promise you, he does. Uh, I'm I'm at Patton Brending. He's Mega Clang. Check yeah. out the Dismal Tide underscore on Twitter. That is. Hang on. It. Hang for, on. Uh, uh, I'm just Zoila Montoya seven two zero six two four three three six nine zero wants to send you a message on Instagram. Let's see. Oh boy. Let's see what it is. Is Look. she nude? Is she nude and lewd? Let me check one request. Let's see what she says. It says yo. Uh, zero posts, zero followers, zero following. Yeah, we're at just like our uh, our, our Instagram. I think we're dating now. All right, see you next week. Bye.